Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you're having a great week. This week we're going to be chatting about two different subjects. We're going back to the regular format this week. We're going to be going over a big subject. We're talking about slowing the game down. And there's two components to this. It's not simply slowing the ball down. There's another piece we're going to be talking about, about slowing the game down. And if you can slow it down, you'll play better pickleball. And then in the riff, got a question from our friend uh, Bob asked a question about the specific shot that he was dealing with had to do with um, low shot to the backhand on the you know backhand transition zone shot and some difficulty there so I wanted to address that and give you some general thoughts on how to deal with those type of situations right out there on the court let's jump into the podcast you'd like to help your friend or family member learn how to play pickleball but how now it's easy Pick up a copy of Play Pickleball, A Beginner's Guide. It's the most complete guide to playing pickleball. Available as a digital download or in hard copy at intopickle.com or at Amazon. Let's keep growing the sport. Let's talk a little bit about slowing the game down. What is it we're talking about when we talk about slowing the game down? Now, there's a couple of different ways that you can think about slowing the game down. One way to think about it is slowing the actual action down in other words you know the ball so you know when you're playing in a situation where just things are getting out of whack you know balls are starting to fly all over the place you're dealing with some bangers maybe there's a firefight going on by the nvz and you're not in a good position you learn how to slow the game down that's we call it the soft game right so it's resetting it's basically controlling tempo so what you're doing is you're you're dictating at what tempo do you want to play the game that's an important skill to learn. If you learn how to slow the game down, if you learn how to control the tempo of the game, that'll give you a tremendous amount of confidence and, and just calm when you're out there because you know that no matter what your opponents decide to do, what they bring to the table, if you will, you have an answer for it if you want to change the tempo of the game and slow things down. Particularly helpful when you're playing against bangers because as we know, bangers are going to do what? Bangers are going to bang. And you can't control them. You can't stop a banger from banging. They're entitled to play the game the way they choose to play it. What you can do is you can learn how to slow the game down, how to play the soft game. And when you learn how to play the soft game, what you do now is you're able to take the weapon out of the banger's hand. You're, you're able to take out the take away their, their gun or their knife or whatever it is that you like to think about. Whatever weapon that they're using against you, you're able to take it out of their hands by using this technique. But there's an aspect of the game that, you know, where you can apply this slow or soft, or slow, slow game, I should say, slow game approach or slow game thinking, which is the mental part of the game. And what happens a lot of times when we're out there playing is the game gets fast, right? Everything seems like it's going a thousand miles an hour and we just got to, you know, go, 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 or else we're, we're going to miss the shot or we're going to miss the ball or miss the action or whatever. And that causes a lot of errors in our games uh, whether it's you know rushing forward with our bodies to hit the ball whether it's hitting the ball too early getting the you know an angle on the shot that we don't want and things like that a lot of times that happens simply because we are rushing now as we're we are playing the game too fast and so if you can learn how to control your the tempo at which you play the game. So this is different than the tempo at which the game is being played because you can play slow, you being you, you, your, your person or your, 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 yourself as a player, you can play slowly, but play a fast game. In other words, play a hard, aggressive game under control and slow. Likewise, you can also play like a soft, 
you know, game uh, technically, meaning you're hitting soft shots, but you're rushing. So we're talking about specifically, we're talking about you as a player slowing yourself down. And that's going to give you a ton of benefit if you can learn how to slow yourself down. So let me give you a few techniques that you can use to help you slow yourself down. The first thing is try to try to control your tempo even before you start playing. Think about it, you know, what, think about it this way. You know, once you're out there and, and things get, go live, right? So the ball's in play, it is much harder to try and gain control of your tempo of your of yourself from that point forward. What's easier is to put on a podcast on your way to the on the way to the courts, give yourself some time to, you know, reflect and relax and take some, you know, some breathe as you're as you're going out there. Another thing that you can do is be very intentional when you arrive at the courts. Do a little warm-up. You know, it's good for your body, but it's not just good for your body. It's good for your mind, right? You know, what's going to happen is invariably what happens. You get to the courts and your friends are out there and they're clamoring. They're they're like, hey, fill in your name. Um, You know, glad you're here. Let's go. Court two, go play. And you need to be able to say to them, "I'll I'll be there in a minute. I just need to I need to stretch for a second. And so you then take control of yourself and you're able to control your the tempo at which not just you're playing at which you are approaching the game from the get. Another thing you can do is don't rush your serve. Now, I know that in rec play, you can't take as much time as you might have available under the rules or as much time as you might take in a tournament because it's a different type of a game. But I will say that the vast majority of players who I see out there are serving too fast and in fact not, not only is it not only is it making you play quicker than you should right at a faster pace than you probably should for your mind it's also causing service errors for you so there's a double whammy there from going too fast when you're serving so give yourself a little bit of time when you serve bounce the ball once maybe maybe twice just kind of take a little respite between serves uh, before you start the rally Another thing you can do is you can work on some breathing techniques. There's a breathing technique that uh, CJ is particularly fond of, which I think works very well as well, which is you breathe in once and then you breathe out twice. So it's one breath in, two breaths out. It's kind of like a push, push out. Uh, it's similar to what they use on Lamaze technique, I believe. But basically the idea is you breathe in once, push out twice, and that'll really relax your shoulders, relax your body. There's other breathing techniques as well that you can research you know, spend a little time on YouTube or in Google and find some breathing techniques that will help you uh, control yourself or control your, your, not yourself, but control your tempo, control your, your, uh, your rate, if you will, your, not just your heart rate, but just your total, your overall body rate as you're playing. Another tip that can help you is to focus on one thing at a time. So when you're out there, rather than worrying about every little thing that's going on, because that's going to just crowd the mind, right? And that's going to give you some anxiety. Focus on a single item or one or two items. So something like I'm going to hit the ball over the net. That's my focus. And so you're really so your mind is so focused on that one thing that you become like laser focused, if you will. Then everything else becomes like just remember the, the old Charlie Brown cartoons. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't even hear or see or really think of anything else except the one thing you're focused on. That's a really good technique for also slowing yourself down when you're out there. And lastly, you know, when you're not playing, spend some time on your mental game. If you're listening to this podcast, I commend you. Uh, I mean, I appreciate the fact that you're listening to the podcast and that that's great. 
but it's I, I commend you for doing it for yourself because this type of thinking this type of just reflecting on things can really help you uh, get gain you know get, get control of yourself and the process by which you play pickleball also recommend that you read some books if you go to wearepickleball.com forward slash resources we have several books in there that cj and i have both read and like uh for you know that will help you on the mental side of the game as a friend of uh, as a friend of ours uh dr k's likes to say you know if you work on your game you know, if you're spending hours working on your, or maybe not hours, but you know, however long you're spending working on your serve, working on your third shots, whatever it is you're working on, right? Well, how about spending some time working on your mental part of the game? You can't expect that you don't do anything for the mental side of your game, and then all of a sudden you go out there and you perform wonderfully on the mental side of the game. It doesn't work that way. The same way you wouldn't expect your, you know, your dinks or your or your volleys to improve if you don't practice them. Your mind also will not improve if you don't give it something to practice and something to work on. So highly recommend that you check those books out and you can also get them on Audible. There's really like kind of like no excuse, right? You get it on Audible, then you take a 20 or 30 minute walk every day, throw it on there, listen and learn. And then when you're on your way to the courts, listen to one of the books, listen to this podcast, do something like that to help you calm the mind before, and this is the key, before you step out on the court. As you practice it, you'll get better and better and you'll be much calmer and the game will become much, much slower. I'll tell you this, when you're hitting those balls, you think you have about a second to hit the ball. I always tell students we're working with, I'm like, you got an hour and a half to hit the ball. Obviously it's not an hour and a half, but you have a lot longer than you think you do when you're out there to be able to hit that ball the way you want. All right, so work on slowing that game down and see what happens there. In the riff, we're gonna be talking about something a little bit different, but it's, it's a little bit, it's actually a corollary, I guess, because we're talking about, you know, finding answers, right? Finding answers to questions. You know, when things are going uh, not the way you want on the court, how to find the answer to that question and solve the puzzle. And we're going to help you identifying what it is to ask the right question. Stay tuned for the riff. Most pickleball players spend a lot of time thinking about and comparing pickleball paddles. But you know what's more important than a pickleball paddle? Your shoes. Are you wearing the right kind of shoes to play pickleball in? If you're not sure, consider trying out shoes that are designed and made specifically for pickleball. Tyrol shoes are the shoes that CJ and I both wear out on the pickleball court. Remove any doubt about whether the shoes you're wearing are right for pickleball. Check out Tyrol shoes, I'll put a link in the show notes. Protect your most valuable asset out there, your body, with the right shoes. Wear the right shoes and play longer on the court. When we're out on the court playing pickleball, we're often looking for answers. You know, we missed this shot or we popped the ball up here or it seems like we can't do something right on this area, whatever it is, right? So we're trying to find the answer. We're trying to solve the puzzle, if you will, and figure out, okay, how do I avoid from doing that next time? You know, it's really a, a pain avoidance if you think about it, right? You pop the ball up, nobody likes that. And you know, you or your partner got slammed. You know, it's a little bit embarrassing. We, we say it's traumatic. It may not be traumatic for you, but it's certainly not something that you want, right? So you try and find the answer to it. But what, we, what I'm gonna to suggest to you is, you know, finding answers is fine, but make sure that you're asking the right questions, right? And asking the right questions isn't simply framing it properly, right? It isn't simply framing the question properly to identify the particular thing you're trying to find out about. It's figuring out whether the question is a question that should be asked to begin with. I'll give you an example. 
you're playing a, a game and you know there, there's a uh, you know the, the players move uh, you know the, there's a ball that goes diagonal super sharp and then your partner moves over and then you move over and you get beat to one side right you be, be beat on the counter diagonal shot right so the question is well should i move differently should i've covered that should i've done this should i've done that i'm going to suggest to you that for the vast majority of players out there the answer is don't ask the question because it doesn't matter in that point in other words there's, there's so many other things that can be our focus that are not the one shot that got that we lost there you know or one rally that we lost there because of the winner shot really not going to help you out and what happens is i mean it'll help you out eventually right so like when you later on maybe further down your journey you know once you solve the other parts of the puzzle and that's what's left then ask that question but when you're figuring out what questions to ask right try and ask questions that are bigger picture for you right that are that are going to be that are going to be more relevant to where you are in the game and your improvement in the game as opposed to trying to find the answer to every single possible thing that might happen on a pickleball court because what's going to happen is one you're not going to spend enough time on or as much time as you probably should on the more important things right because now you're distracted by this other thing as opposed to keeping your focus on the thing you need to be looking at and then the other thing that can happen is the opposite of what we talked about earlier now things are speeding up now instead of you know focusing on two or three things or one or two things even better right now you're focusing on 72 things because you're worried about this shot and then how come that ball was returned maybe i should hit it over there and then maybe i should have done this over there and there's so many maybe maybe maybes when you're out there playing pickleball you're just gonna you're gonna drive yourself mad so when you're asking yourself a question right when you're trying to solve a puzzle out there consider adding maybe a a prior question right almost like a like a like a, a test right as to whether the question should be allowed through the door is this a question that i should be asking myself if the answer is no forget about it move on keep playing have a good time now if it's a question that you should ask yourself then proceed and i'll give you an easy example if you miss a return to serve you need to ask questions Okay. If you miss a return to serve, you need to ask yourself, was I standing in the right position? You know, you need to kind of think about what happened, right? Did I hit the ball in the net? Did I hit it long? Did I hit it wide? Right. And so after you know that, then you can start going backwards and asking questions about, okay, where was I standing? Did I rush through the shot? What was my paddle angle? Did I run through the shot? All these different things that, that can help you then diagnose what it is that happened so that you can fix the problem. But the key is the key here is first know that you're asking the right question. If you need help with you know understanding these types of things, highly recommend that you check out the pickleball system. It'll really help you you know kind of flesh this part out of, of, of your understanding of the game. Uh, we'll have a new class starting in about a month or so, so definitely recommend you check that out. You can go to wearepickleball.com and join the waitlist for the pickleball system. All right, so that's the podcast for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're listening to it somewhere that has a rating system, we appreciate you giving it a rating. If uh, you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. Remember, if you enjoy the podcast, they probably will too. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time.